Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. People kind of take a dig on the nine to five. I'm like, for me, nine to five did a lot for me. Like, yeah. it's made me who I am, yeah. where I think, what I do, how I run business. I had a guy, this Arab guy was, was making a joke about like, why would you want, he's trying to explain why we why we choose unique products and why we want stuff that nobody else has. And he's like, you've never seen me Rolex because like he he compared Rolex to McDonald's. Like everybody has access to McDonald's. Why would I want to buy something that everybody has access to? I want to buy something that nobody has access to. Wow. Literally. And for me, I, I never I can never see I can never see Rolex the same way again. So imagine I've got these two investors who had, had lined up to do this deal. So they did all committed, I think at the time in 50k each, let's call it 50k each. And literally on the week of needing the funds one pulls out i think everybody should say yes to this but would you spend 25 grand to learn to raise a million pounds the answer is yes i was so proud of myself that i took upon myself that to reinvest back into my education yeah. to, to put myself in that room um of these these literally i was definitely the brokest person in the room there was a guy he dropped 1.4 million in that room a lot of people are gonna want to want to know this from you what's the best way for them to start in property 2022. Welcome to the Takeoff Experience where I sit down with highly driven people to talk about their journey, their failures and their successes. If you want to take off in your career, your business, your finances or your mindset, then this podcast is for you. Welcome back to the Takeoff Podcast. Uh, we've got a special guest in the building. Alfred, how are you doing today? I'm good, bro. I'm good. Thanks for inviting me, man. You're very welcome. You've been busy, very, very busy. Busy schedule, busy schedule already today. You already know. Yeah, yeah. So tell, tell us, tell the listeners what you've been up to today. So literally, I had a, I had a, a meet up with a friend, just talking business over, over breakfast, and then had a podcast in Vauxhall, Sound of a Cross, so that was coming out at some point as well. And then went to see another friend, and now I'm here. And then later on, I got a friend of meeting from another friend. Later on, that's more of a catch up. But yeah. So it's been it's a packed day already as it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to hearing how you got to this stage where you're so busy. <laughs> so can you take take us back to the beginning? Where 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 are your parents from? Were you born here? Were you born somewhere else in the world? Yeah, so um my parents are originally from Ghana. I was born in the UK, fortunately. Or maybe unfortunately, who knows? <laughs> um, but I was brought up in Ghana. So I was, I was when I was little, my parents, my mum took me back to my grandma's Ghana, I stayed in my grandma. So I was about the age of 11 and I came back to the UK for like, it was meant to be like a summer's holiday thing. And it kind of turned into like, I started enjoying myself. I liked where I was. And mom kind of said, look, do you want to hang around and stay here instead? I was like, I'm, I'm gassed. Leaving a, a developing country to kind of come into like a developed country or like everything looks amazing, like really developed. Like I was excited. I was like, yeah, of course, why not? Like, well, forget Ghana, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You actually made that choice. But you know what it is? I, I, I didn't leave saying goodbye. I, I just... It was uh, literally it was meant to be a summer holiday and just see how how it was. And that's it, really, and go back. But yeah, mum was like, you know what? You're old enough now. If you want, if you want to hang around, you can you can stay here and make wow. it work, basically. Yeah. Wow, so. wow, wow. That is such a, that's so interesting. And what age were you when you, when you got here? To 11. Do you remember? You 11, remember? yeah. Okay. And then you joined? Six. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, six, yeah, six. Okay, six, cool. Where, whereabouts? Was it in London? Was it? Downham. So sh- South, South London. Oh, South Downham. Yeah, Downham. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was it, Downham? So it's called Downdry. Downdry School. Near, near Bonus Pastor. Like literally, if you know, if people from South will probably know. Yeah, and no, I'm from South, but I don't know. I went to Sacred Heart, Campbell. You went where? Sacred Heart in Campbell. You see, you might not yeah, know I'm it either. Up. It's in Campbell. It sounds familiar, though. It's near Michael Ramsey. That was nah, yeah, that's another, another. But it does. It does sound familiar. Okay, okay, yeah, it sounds familiar. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Wow. Okay. And school wise, good. Yeah. Good no, for you, not good for you. No, nah, school was. I've been coming from an African family. Like you're pressured to obviously mm-hmm. do well in school, and obviously everyone's big on like education, get a good job, all that society stuff. So like that was number one priority. Like. Make sure you're learning at school. Make sure you're doing your homework. Do you know what I mean? Um, so for me, yeah, I, I, I was hard working in terms of trying to get the grades. Because I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm like, gifted in terms of like being smart. And I'm just, I get things quickly. I just put in a lot of work. 
to kind of make up for whatever the shortfall of not being like very gifted and be, being that smart basically so but yeah I've, I've achieved a lot academically like um went on to do aerospace engineering so i did mass physics aerospace engineering yeah yeah wow so i did a master's in engineering um, wait a master's yeah what yeah. was your first degree was so it's, it was a, it's, so in engineering the engineers will know what i mean so there's a, there's a bachelor's mm. and it's which is called bng and there's a master straight master's which is called mng so it's the same thing but like as opposed to having a bachelor's and then a separate one-year degree to get master's yeah you just have a master's a straight master's it's called an mng master's wow. of engineering yeah wow 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 yeah, yeah. very you're saying you're not smart but you're doing right something like that. <laughs> i just surrounded myself with the right people uh to learn from and help me get through uni as well so it's like again your networks are important and we're kind of i'm sure we'll touch on that stuff later yeah on. wow that's crazy and um so what was like the first job after masters what were you doing after that yeah so coming out i was fortunate like my master's degree so what i did i decided to become a project manager of the engineers that we so it was a team of 12 okay we delivered a project. So coming out of uni, I, I milked that. I literally on my CV, I said, project manager at Hertfordshire University, been doing this for the last eight, eight months, nine months, managing a team, kind of detailing what I've done and start to apply for project management roles in engineering companies. And literally, yeah, coming out of that, secured a job at Jaguar Land Rover as a project Big manager. Company. Yeah, yeah. So that was, bro, I was gassed, 40K starting. I was like, yeah, I've made it. I was like, literally, I, I thought 40K, once upon a time, Alfred thought 40K was a lot of money. I mean, yeah, you think it's a lot of money. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, coming out, obviously, coming out, I mean, that's, yeah. that's an amazing start, but yeah, very quickly realized that I, that I didn't even, that I, that's not even cutting the surface. Yeah. Um, but like, you don't know, you don't know. Um, so I aspired to kind of obviously make a bit of money. Um, and yeah, career, career-wise, amazing opportunity in terms of, like I learned so much um, in terms of being a corporate world, having to manage manage engineers of like 300, 300 plus engineers delivering an engine program, um, budgeting in the millions. This project alone was two hundred million. So like big, wow. yeah, it's a, it's a big, big, big project. The first ever engine that Jaguar and were actually producing themselves. So previously they were buying engine from Ford company, and this four cylinder engine that we delivered was the first engineering engine. And they made, um, which is a massive achievement for the company, and I helped deliver that. So, that, 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 yeah, it's, it's, it was a great time. I can't fault the company. Like, only corporate job I ever had. Um, but only, only yeah, okay. yeah. So I can't. That's the only yeah. That's the yeah. only place I've been and didn't go anywhere else. I can't compare it to other places. But what I experienced driving cars, all these fancy cars, the racetrack, you get experiences as well. Like just in the, pre the most premium cars they've got as well. Like luxury, like when you start exploring, oh Jesus, let's not get into that. But that whole experience as a whole for me was was amazing. Do yeah. you think like being around that made you kind of want a bit more? Because like the, I, the, the kind yeah. of products they're selling is really expensive. Yeah, right? it is. Like, is, uh, it is. Yeah, like exactly. And I guess yes and no. Obviously, yes, because I'm seeing these things. I'm like, I want to afford these things. How do you afford these things? And I think one thing that opened my eyes. So. When I worked, when I moved over to so I started with engines, moved over to special vehicle operations. That's like the the, the custom cars, the stuff people kind of bespoke products. Um, so you stand, you have your standard Range Rover, um, but you have your autobiography stuff, SVA, SV, SVAD, whatever. Um, so these are like hundred fifty grand, two hundred grand, depending on how much you want to kick it. Spec, spec. I, I was so surprised. So all that came in, and because I kind of worked in paint, I used to, I, I did a bit of like paint development as well. This paint was worth 20 grand. The, the paint on the car alone was 20. And I'm like, what else is going on? Like, 20, who in the right man decides I want to get up today, I want to spend 20 grand to make this? Because again, we got kind of shown the mindsets of these buyers, people that buy at that level. Who's a SVO customer? Who, what, what's the profile? And the consistent thing was they were all business owners. They all were like, even owned chains of restaurants into real estate into just businesses in general. So it kind of got me thinking like, yeah, I, I want to be in their position. I had a guy, this Arab guy was, was making a joke about like, why would you want, he's trying to explain why we why we choose unique products and why we want stuff that nobody else has. And he's like, you've never seen me Rolex because like he he compared Rolex to McDonald's. Like everybody has access to McDonald's. <laughs> why would I want to buy something that everybody has access to? I want to buy something that nobody has access to. Wow. Literally. 
And for me, I, I never, I can never see, I can never see the Rolex the same way again. I have that in my mind. Every time I see a Rolex, I like Donalds. That's crazy, crazy, crazy. So again, it's just different mindset completely. Wow. And a normal person, yeah. Some because some people admire Rolexes. I don't get me wrong; they're good watches, but he's got a point. Mm. A lot of people can get Rolex. Yeah. Not These days, people, yeah. Yeah. It's, not not a lot no of people offense, get. It's a bit low hanging fruit now. now exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So. Wow, that's crazy. Um, what what an interesting story and. I read an article. Yeah. You 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 lost your job. Yes, right? yes, yes. Was that when the pandemic happened or was it like a bit after? No, no, it's literally when it I think this was March 2020. Um so obviously COVID kind of was, was making a lot of noise, January, February, got to March. And what it was, it was like basically I was working on future projects. So it was like they they had to make a decision on what we do with our contractors that are working on projects that are working that are being delivered in the future. Currently, nobody knows what's happening in the future in terms of literally what we're doing. Like, are we are we going to be here still? Is this pandemic going to kill all of us? Like, nobody knew what was going on. So, just made a hard decision. Like, let's take all the contractors off our payrolls and just give them a literally like literally. The email said um, your contract is terminated onto further notice. And I'm like, okay, what does that mean? Does that mean I start a job? I'm waiting around. Do I go for another job? So, obviously, prior to this, I had taken upon myself to want to get into property investment and this came about because when I got into this role of earning good money I think I kind of capped out maybe like 60k and it was like okay how do I get to the 100k 200k 300 grand for some strange way I never looked at how do I what's my earning potential in this role so only upon researching that's like look you're only going to see like 120 150 at most and that's like your, your peak you peaked at that point in that industry so I'm like this isn't this isn't the play I want to make. I, I've always aspired to be kind of wealthy, young, have wealth, and this clearly isn't it. So like, what am I about op- like options? And property was something that I kind of spoke about at uni and kind of saw as a retirement vehicle. So I kind of start to research a bit more into that. Um, and for me, I wanted to get educated in what it is I wanted to get involved in. For me, that was like me going to courses, spending money on that. So I invested quite heavily into that. Um, and that that was a blessing this cash with it, whichever whatever you want to say because that 25 grand which everyone was telling me I'm mad to do that's the reason why when it came to me losing my job I wasn't fearful of like oh or even thinking let me go pick up another CV or tidy up my CV and look for other jobs in a time where everyone's trying to find a new job because they've yeah. all lost their jobs like we're literally all in the same market trying to find a job I was like nah I'm not I'm not picking up a CV I'm not, I haven't even looked at my CV since I basically got my first job yeah so I said, okay, I'm going to go all in on the property investment world. I had luckily st- just, well, I say luckily because not really luckily, but I was already into a, a project, like a month okay. into a project when I lost my job. So I'm like, you know what? Let me see this through, make it happen, and just keep skating. I had, I had a few more opportunities kind of coming through as well. So that gave me confidence to say, look, you know what? I can go around raising money, closing those deals as well, and I mean, make, make it happen, do this full time. So for me, Losing a job was the best thing that ever happened to me because I've gone on to do amazing stuff, awards, all that yeah. stuff, buying properties and stuff. So it, I can't afford it. And that's yeah. all because I made that decision to invest that 25 grand, which it was, was a big deal because I literally emptied my bank account. Wow. And, and took a chance. brave, you know? Yeah. I, I kind of sold it to myself like, look, I'm going to see that money again in my lifetime. I was at that time, maybe 23, 20, 24, maybe tops, 24. I'm like, come on, I've got like 50 years. At least, I'm if I can't make another 25 grand, if I'm worried about spending 25 grand today, how do I intend to build wealth? Like, yeah. and as well, how can, if I can't invest into my own education, my own personal development, how can I talk about investing money into bricks and mortar? Like, do you know what I mean? So for me, that investment into myself paid off massively. Yeah. Massive. And what was the 25 grand spent on? What did you spend it on? It was basically like a two year program where you can do multiple courses. I think it was like four courses, a mentor program alongside that as well. And you could repeat each course, like each three-day course that you did. Um, so yeah, two years to kind of do do it first time and then repeat again. Um, so in effect, you had eight times of three-day courses plus a six months uh, mentor program as well. Who, who's who's the person? I might not know. Uh, elite, elite. It was called. Oh, they used to call Asset Academy. Oh, they were called Elite Legacy at the time. Okay. They're now called Asset Academy. Okay. I think they've. I don't know. I think they're still called Asset Academy now. Okay. Um, but yeah, that okay. was the company. That and then they helped you. Is it that they taught you like property strategies or? Yeah, so we went into like the basics, uh, raising capital. Um, so creative finance was a subject I decided to pick on. 
are the ones they had. I, I did um, distressed property. So this is about how to maximize space. So we don't even talk about, again, people kind of see a property and look at it as just a property. But the lens you need to look at, from, at, look, look, look at it from is, is space. Like, what can I do with this space? So can I, there might be, there might be an existing building in that space. It, it, the the better option could be you might knock it down and build something bigger, better, wider, higher, down below. So these are all, it's like you're looking at space and what can you do with that space and not what's the current existing building and kind of think, think in, the, in the current space you have and that's your limitation. No, it's about expanding that space to get the most value out of that. So that was, that was a massive course in itself as well. I did a bit of commercial property as well. And I'm trying to think, what was the fourth one I did? I can't remember. But it was, it was just numerous courses around property investment. Yeah. And just to help me kind of get a grasp. Obviously, we did all the basic, fun, like, fundamentals um, for all of that as well. And then the mentorship as well, which is part of that as well. So that all helped. And in that news article, because they made it seem like oh, you lost your job, then you went straight into doing this property project. Is this the oh, no, so, 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 so Yeah, so, yeah. So, so, so. Obviously, I'd started to learn about property investment okay. prior to me losing my job. So that's why I was so confident and I had knowledge. I'd, I'd even started building a whole network around me, what I'm doing, going and viewing, training courses, I documented, I was documenting everything. So that's what enabled me when I, a few, there's a few factors that enabled me to do what I did. Because again, if I didn't, if I hadn't documented my journey, that's why there's the power in documenting what it is you're up to. Because guess what? When we went to lockdown, everybody was on the phones. So because I'd had already built a, like some traction already on the social media platforms, people already engaged with me. I was doing lives. I was doing stuff already, just sharing value, what I'd learned, how my projects were going, how finance raisings were going. And bro, lives, people messaged me saying, I've got some capital. I heard you, you're looking to raise capital. Hey. So do you know what I mean? So having that presence already helps me like, just raise more capital. Um, just opportunities were coming to me. People were even trying to present me deals. Like, look, Alfred, I know you're in the commentary area. Would you look at this? Okay. Stuff like that. So having a social media presence, game changer. Okay, okay. This makes sense. So it sounds like the first property, the one that they're talking about in the article, which was they said a six bed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You raised capital for it. Yeah. And then I guess you, you did you you manage all like the renovations and all that? Yeah, stuff? so I've got I've got a construction company okay. that do it on my behalf, I guess. Um and to be fair, my I like to say my the things that I focus on in my business, property business, is raising capital and finding new opportunities. Okay. The Why rest, is, the rest, the rest, because those those are the highest income skill sets need to kind of do well in property, anyways. That's true. Get because so raising a million. Yeah, and because just if, if you can raise capital and you can find deals, those are the two things you need. Yeah. The rest can be outsourced. Yeah. Very, you can don't you? You can outsource when you get to a certain scale. You can outsource even finding deals, and you can outsource raising capital. But right now, that's the value that I wanted to kind of concentrate, you know, spend my time um, doing. So for me, that's what I focused on and hired the rest out. So I had a construction company, obviously a bit more high cost for me, but it meant that I don't have to worry too much or project manage too hard mm. on these projects. Yeah. So I had that and then also got to manage on the back end as well to manage my tenants. I don't I don't deal with any tenant. <laughs> you I, don't deal with it at night. I don't want to know who I am. Just don't even deal yeah. Not, not not to say like obviously you've seen my properties i've got a youtube channel and you yeah. check out my properties they're down to high standards so like yeah. these are great properties you'd love to i, I would stay there i can say hand on heart i would stay in my own properties that i've, yeah. I've developed but i think for me just i just don't want to associate me to the property or whatever yeah so i just stay well clear from them the property I mean, you don't have to like custom service not everybody wants to deal with people <laughs> all the time <laughs> exactly exactly, you know, exactly. It's, it's the rule not every i've done i've done customer service and now after a point you just get a bit tired of it not yeah no offense to people who do it it's just a bit people complain about different things yeah like, man and for me it's is mine is mine i'm in problem solving like the tenants are only going to complain about stuff that's not working or maybe like electric streets isn't working or tap isn't working or the heat is moving a bit. It's not heating as much. Like I'm like, come on, I can hire someone to deal with these problems. Like the bigger stuff I need to focus on, which is getting more properties, raising more finance. That's where I want to spend my time and effort in and not the things that someone else can basically handle for me. Yeah. So I've got, I've got, I want to, I'm very intrigued. How do you raise finance? Because that must be daunting and tough to do. It all started... For me, literally starting with my closest people. So if people kind of look this this raising finance or investors, where do I find investors? And it's the wrong question. 
because you're already in the mindset that it doesn't exist around you already. But everyone has a phone. Everyone has a network. If you're on social media, if you've got a phone number, someone has your phone number, you have contact list, you have a network of people already. So the question now is, who knows your network that you're trying to raise capital? Who knows you can provide them value to be able to get a better return on their money? Like, I always ask the question, like, oh, yeah, nobody knows. I'm like, well, duh, that's why you haven't raised any capital. Yeah. So it's, I, I, was, I was actively putting myself out there saying, now, look, guys, I'm doing these deals. I'm looking to raise capital. Anybody looking to get a great return on their money, reach out. Um, so I literally went to my closest friends, family, uh, work colleagues. Again, work colleagues, biggest one. I was working work at, colleagues, really? Yeah, I was working at Jaguar Land Rover. So people actually invested in me based on the way I worked at work. So the judge, because obviously you spend, again, people probably, probably forget, you probably spend more time with your work colleagues than you probably do with anybody else. So it's like, you want to go to them because they know you the most. They know, like, and trust you. And these are the three factors for someone to want to part with their capital. They need to know, like, and trust you on a personal basis. They're going to loan you money on a personal basis. That's usually the case. So it's like, at that point, for me, work colleagues were a big source of raising finance. Because again, people at work used to like boast and like, oh yeah, I've got this retirement fund re- ready to use, <laughs> okay. or I've got a savings here, blah, blah. Because it's quite an elderly group. Yeah. So again, I was kind of looking at people that have got past the, the 35, I've probably got as far as say 35. And here's the reason. People that are my age, 20, 22, 23, like or 24, they're all in the society mindset of, oh, safe for homes, wedding, all that stuff. So they're, 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 that's what their mind is. Their money's so precious at the moment. They haven't got past the stage where they've, they've bought their home, they've got married, all the big expenses are gone. Yeah. And now it's just like, they're just natural savers. Yeah. So it's like, until they get to that point, they're very scarce of money. Okay. So I don't really, yeah. If I look at an avatar or an idea of who my investors are, they're all like, Faith five plus. Wow. It, they've earned some money, senior senior roles in companies. They earn a good amount of salary and, and they have money on, on the side they want to put to work, basically wow. invest. They know they need, they need to invest. Yeah. That's crazy. So your first deal. Yeah, yeah. How how worried were you? Because obviously how much did you raise for that by the way? It was about 80k. So it okay. wasn't but it wasn't I wasn't I mean that's a lot of money though. Uh, relative to now what, you're saying it now. Yeah, no, no, no. But even even on the so I guess what's helped me kind of give confidence is like at work, I was signing up million pound budgets. Like okay. I was still like liable, yeah. like liable to like yeah. I had to make decisions. Okay, this, does this make sense? Is the money your engineers coming to me to buy ten engines? We need to hire this test bear to run these engines, make sure they all work, and these equipment as well. And we're saying, okay, yeah, we're going to sign off. Go, go spend this money. So the, I was still, I had to report to my director why we spend the money or why is it okay, blah, blah blah. So you still have some level of, I guess, responsibility one and knew how to manage money and stuff. So that made me feel comfortable around the money I was borrowing. So the money, the money wasn't really a, like a fear thing, even though like I hadn't generally seen that level of money of my own, of my own, I guess. Yeah. But I've seen it through like company, corporate accounts and stuff. Yeah. But it was still the thing of I've, I've managed money, the principle, the, the principle around managing money, uh, budgeting. So I wasn't fearful that like, oh, I've been given 80 grand to go and do this project. Is it going to work out? Like I knew what I was getting myself into. So it's like, I knew the end game of it. So it's like, I, it was just about executing the, the bit, which is developing the property and getting it to the end of that. That's that's the risk bit, I guess. Okay. Um, so maybe that's what you could probably say, are you, was you fearful of that? But yeah. money side, no, I wasn't fearful because I'm like, I know my numbers, I, I, I've done the deal based on yeah. these numbers. So I'm going to do no what I'm getting myself into. It's just now I need to get the end of the refurb and get it tenanted. Yeah. That's that's the risk bit okay. for me, I guess. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, don't get me wrong, it was a tough time because obviously first project, during a time where nobody knows what's going on, they were talking about everyone stay at home, um, manufacturing and stuff were shut down, just sources of materials and stuff. But again, having a creative team and solution-oriented, so a solution-oriented team, we were able to overcome the, the hurdles, and which allowed us to kind of keep progressing. And I think we finished that project in five months. Okay. And that's that was that was amazing for, like when I was comparing to our people and everyone's talking about we were like nine months in and stuff and finished the project because of shortages and stuff. So it was it was a good turnaround. Now I'm like more like three to three to four months. So really, basically, took another extra four weeks in wow. essence to deliver something that normally takes about four months. That's crazy. And was that a flip project? Like you renovated to flip, or was it just rental? Rental. So everything I do is rental. Okay. So I guess the audience. So what I do is I buy a residential home. This could be a three or four bedroom house with two reception rooms, ideally. That thing, I convert that to like six or eight 
bedrooms. Okay. When you go past six, you have to get something called planning. The planning gains allow you to be able to convert it to eight units. Um, and then, yeah, the whole purpose of me doing all that work and all that time spent, because again, surprisingly, it probably takes you about eight to nine months to kind of fruition all of that. So it's like, for me, the big bit is retaining. That's it. And getting that income month after month after that. Okay. Wow. So I've never sold any of the properties. I'll, I keep, I keep them. And oh, yeah. how many is in your portfolio at the moment? So we've got six. Six. Whoa. And then seven and eight. Two years. Applied. You've got this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. So this is, all of this is just under four million. So. Four yeah. million. So you've got four million portfolio in two years. Yeah. When you two, started two and a, out. Two and a half. Think... Two and a half. So February, what, what are we on? When yeah, August? About what? Yeah, August. Two, two and a half. Two, two That's eight. crazy. Yeah. Two and a half. Whatever the maths is on that. Yeah. That's crazy. And when you started out, you weren't thinking, yeah, I'm going to get to two million. In I wasn't obviously I wasn't thinking of, obviously I knew I, I was I was aspirational obviously where I want to get to, so, but as you start again, you always build confidence when you start to, when you deliver the first one like oh yeah this worked out let's, let's next one and you're, now you're you're now yeah. I didn't use the word finesse but like you're now literally trying to make the process more efficient. Um, so first project played out well, took the lessons from that, implemented again. So project management played a, a, a lot surprisingly, like because what we used to do is we used to do something called lessons learned. So seeing one project out from start to finish is actually a beneficial thing because if you start to try and scale too soon, then you might not have carried out your lessons that you saw in the first project into your next one. So meaning that your first, maybe if you just rammed and bought three in one go, <laughs> the lessons you made, the mistakes you made on the first one probably happened in the second and third, and there's no way to rectify it quick enough uh, before you start doing the next project. So for me, I think starting out, you do want to kind of focus on one and see either to the end completely or even as close as possible to the end. So you've got all the lessons so you can now, okay, second time around doing it again, you're, you're, you're making it more efficient and making the process much, much. And if you start to finish, you know exactly what's happening. Yeah. Um. So that, that was powerful for me to help me scale and get to where I've got to. That's crazy. Sounds like you're, you're super driven. Obviously you're smart. I know you're trying to not say you're smart. <laughs> yeah, no, because not everybody can grow, get a six, six property portfolio, especially like, and yours are big ones. They're not like, yeah, yeah, two, yeah, like yeah, six. I've seen yeah, yeah, six, yeah, yeah. seven. Yeah, yeah, exactly, eight bed, exactly, exactly. Eight bed properties. Um, that's that's insane. What what are like some of the challenges though that you faced like doing this? Like, yeah, tell me tell me some of your horror stories with it. Uh, I've had also. I, I think I'll talk about all angles. I've I had. I'll talk about investment point of view. So imagine I've got these two investors who had had lined up to do this deal so they did all committed i think at the time in 50k each let's call it 50k each and literally on the week of needing the funds one pulls out i'm like okay cool that's you've pulled out maybe not not not, not end of the world i'm messaging the second guy i'm worried about this guy's pulling out let's just see if the second guy is still game for this deal because i'm like i need to send the funds this is like imagine the week before the monday i start to approach these guys and then the following week, Friday, so I'm, pretty, I'm basically like seven, not seven days, about nine days, whatever the, the maths is on that as well. Um, so I need to complete on this, on this purchase. So imagine Monday of the week before, I'm like, yeah, guys, by the way, we're almost there. Are we still good for it? Like the first guy says, no, I can't do it no more. Sorry, Alfred, something's come up. I need to now commit money to that. I'm like, for fuck's sake. Then the second guy, he didn't respond for a while. Then it kind of got to like maybe Thursday that week. And then now he's active. He's like, oh, I'll let you know on Saturday, Sunday. So I think, okay, cool. He, he sounded still a bit positive, but wasn't giving me a hard no. Um, Sunday comes and he's like, oh, um, sorry, I can't do it. Um, it's kind of some bullshit excuse, basically. And I'm like, so now I'm on Sunday. I've got to raise 110 grand by Friday. I, I, I literally, that Sunday, I just went, I just went to bed. I, I just literally said, okay, I'll shut this phone off, turn this phone off. There's nothing you can do right now. Both of them are not investing Let's just go to bed. Monday, we'll attack this some way, somehow. So Monday, I'm like, okay, cool. Notepad, pen, what am I doing? How's Alpha going to raise his money? Because literally Friday, we need to complete. Lenders, everybody's expecting purchase to go through um, on, on on Friday. Then I'm like, okay, cool. Let me just, I just did like a, a melt. Like, I think I did like a, a WhatsApp blast. Same script, change the name each time. Just ping, 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 guys. Trying to raise as much money, blah, blah. Like short term, long term. I was trying to get the money in and do the deal. And even if it meant I can replace the loan, because if I can get a short term loan, get in the deal, and let's say I buy myself another month, two months, I can raise the capital and I've got enough time. But right now, I've got like literally five days. 
I need to do anything and everything to get 110 grand in my account. So I just, yeah. I messaged a friend thinking that he didn't have, I actually, I'll be so wrong, I don't mention his name, but I didn't think he had the money. So I was like, oh, do you know? So my messaging was, do you know anybody else? This is so rude, right? Uh, that's a number one mistake. But, but this, is, this is the reality. So I just messaged him saying, oh, bro, do you know anybody that has 50K uh, available and is interested in getting a good return on their money? It could be short-term, long-term. Uh, let me know if you can help. Then out of nowhere, he goes, you know, Alfred, I've been seeing your stuff, seeing you grinding. You know, I'm going to back you on this this investment. Let's, I've got 50K, I'll give you 50K. I was like, no way. Like, all I was like, I was so... And this this is the thing, guys. So like, when you... People are pre, making prejudgments of what people have in their bank account. Like, you don't know anybody's situation. And I keep saying this, and I, I stick by this. The people that you think have a lot of money do not have a lot of money. Yeah. You, you think they don't have no money, have a lot of money. Yeah. They just don't I mean... It, it's facts. Quiet about it. Facts. Yeah. I promise you, facts. So don't, just don't judge... Pull yourself out there and just see what comes back to you. Um, so yeah, we managed to few email, like few messages, a few friends that will support me, and we managed to get it to 110 10 grand in, and did the deal on Friday. So I've made a whole YouTube video on this, just the whole story. Like yeah, this whole like I think maybe like 30 minute conversation about how the whole week planned out. So you wow. can find out a bit more on the YouTube channel. But yeah, that's crazy. Man, that was one element. I've had loads of things. Build works wise, we've had issues about supplier shortages and we had to be, get creative like stairs. We couldn't build the stairs into the loft. We had to find out, find like a, a, a carpenter who can kind of build their, their own stairs basically rather than wait for the main, main, the main manufacturers to come back online and, and manufacture the stairs for us. Um, there was something called multi-finish where it's that stuff you put on the walls before you can plaster, um, to use the plaster the walls. That was unavailable. We had to pay like double, triple the price just to get, keep wow. the project keep the project going like you can never say you're not going to spend that extra whatever it is um so i think a bag is normally like seven pounds and i'm trying to sell it for like 21 because like or it's either you buy it or you don't do nothing what do you want to do so i'm like okay cool just absorb, absorb the cost because i'm like my interest payments are more than that that cost of paying the extra so like i'd rather pay it and get off my bridge loan as soon as possible so i can go into the normal mortgage and pay the lower rate so like just little little things like, there's always there's always going to be trouble, problems, hurdles you have to overcome in the property investment world. Being solution oriented is what allows you to kind of get past these hurdles. So anyone wanting to get into property, you have to have that solution oriented mindset or you will crumble. There will be challenges for sure. There will be hurdles, big ones. Um, and your, your role, your job is to find a way forward. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was thinking, do you, do, are you a thrill seeker? Am say? I what? Are you a thrill seeker? Yeah, I am. I, <laughs> I can I, tell. Because I'm like, <laughs> certain people will just be like, after the 110k issue, like, I'm out. I'm out. I can't do that again. Yeah, I like a bit of adrenaline. I think it gets me pumped. It gets me think. I think like, I operate under pressure really well. Like, okay. and again, it's came from this whole corporate world. So I guess like, don't, people kind of take a dig on the nine to five. I'm like, for me, nine to five did a lot for me. Like, yeah. it's made me who I am, yeah. where I think, what I do, how I run business. A lot of the principles I've come out with has come from the nine to five world. So yeah, being under pressure, being deli still delivering. I've been doing all my life to be honest. Like I can think of so many examples like where I've been under pressure and still found a way to move forward. So I, I know when I'm under truly under pressure, I get very creative. Ideas start flowing. You're like, yeah, let's try this. Let's try that. Um, so I know that I'm not someone that fumbles under pressure. So I kind of embrace it. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. What lesson do you think you've learned? from from your journey so far that if you commit everything's possible honestly that's that's the biggest thing like a lot in it that's what people are lacking that 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 commitment that they're going to do whatever it takes to make it happen yeah and people kind of say i want something and it's like i wish for i want something uh, everybody wants everything like i mean but yeah. who's truly committing to the thing that it is they're saying they want and people that are committing are the ones that are getting the results yeah it's as simple as that yeah simple yeah. just comment and you figure the rest out later i promise you your proof of that two and a half years is crazy <laughs> i mean my brother wants to get into the property game so i'm gonna have to defer tell him that somebody's achieved it so it's yeah bro tell, like, you, the, the funny thing you, anyone can go on my socials you can see how i progress like you go, yeah. scroll the way back from my instagram yeah. you can see me behind behind the camera trying to walk the property nervous don't even know what i'm saying like just trying to share what i'm okay. up to then you see me starting in front of the camera i'm still shy in front of the camera and now it's like a videographer i'm always yeah. shooting doing stuff 
So it's like, it's become a norm. And again, yeah, you've evolved. Definitely. The more you yeah, do it, the yeah. better you get. You put yourself in an uncomfortable situation. Exactly. Um, you won an award, I saw. Yeah. How did that feel? And how did Bro, that come it's, about? It's, it's obviously the award, the award stuff, obviously great achievement uh, to kind of, I guess, solidify the stuff you've done. Because it's all great saying what you think you're, you're your best or whatever. But when someone external obviously validates what you've done, then it weighs more. For, if, anyway, from, from a public point of view anyways for sure because society again until someone says you're you're someone credible says you're great nobody believes you're great um but yeah. like nothing's changed i've just gone award a, exactly. a label exactly so that's the way i, I don't see think it. it makes a difference it doesn't diminish diminish what you've done yeah you did it right so. yeah exactly so obviously it was like it's an amazing thing new property vest of the year 2021 um and this year I've got two, well, one's come back, so okay. exclusive for you as well, I guess. So, oh, sick. <laughs> sick, sick. So I can actually say I'm a Stevie Award winner. And if you guys don't know wow. who Stevie Award is, it's, it's a business award. It's an international business award. Uh, it's like the Grammys of business awards. Wow. So I've been nominated, don't say one nominated. I've won um, the Young, was it not Young? Entrepreneur of the Year. Um, wow. So the other one that I'm, I've been, I mean, I'm a finalist for, which is the Great British Entrepreneur Awards. So this is the UK um, award ceremony for entrepreneurs. That's the one I'm, I'm young. Again, I'm fine this for being a young entrepreneur of the year. Wow. So, How did these come about? Like, what's the process for that? So it's so there's there's these companies obviously that that just have these award shows every single year, and it's all about recognition and more importantly even expanding your horizon in terms of people knowing your name. Because there are people like, I just literally got a LinkedIn message today. Congrats on being a finalist. Okay. People, people are, I promise you, people are looking at these lists. Yeah. And they're just kind of searching who these people are and seeing, oh, do we, is there any synergies? Do I like what they're doing? Um, so people are messaging you off the back and businesses coming through the back of being nominated as a finalist or winning the award or whatever. Um, so for me, I'd seen it, I guess, from our people's lens in terms of what they've done. And I was like, yeah, this this stuff has put them on the pedestals. Like, I need to I need to get myself on this stuff just to gain that credibility because again, like I said, is I can say what I think about myself, but that's relevant to society until someone else says you're great, nobody yeah. believes it. Yeah. 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 I know that's a shame, isn't it? It's a like, shame, man. It's a shame. All this good work and then it's not that it's validation, it's just like once that's you why get I, it, everybody's like, Wow, look at him. Look, look at him. Trust me, like I'm not I don't I don't personally need like that external validation, but I just know what it does in from a psychological point of view and a society point of view. So yeah. it's like people just see it as a great I'm like Literally, literally, nothing has changed. Yeah, it's just someone grinding. Someone, yeah, yeah. It's like someone just rubber stamped my name. Yeah, that's the same same thing with the tick verification. I know. No yeah. one will pay attention to you, but the minute you're verified, it's like you must be. You must be someone important. You yeah, must be. Yeah, yeah. We need to listen. To we you. need to listen yeah, to that. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, but nothing has changed. Yeah, nothing has changed. The same information I was I was singing two, three, ten years ago, even <laughs> whatever number you want to put it. Is the same thing I'm saying now. Nothing yeah. has changed. Now I can now the only difference is I, I can afford to charge you a price I want. Yeah, yeah. That's the good thing about it though. Yeah, you so, get more investors. You seem more legit. They're like, yeah, okay, I can trust this guy. Yeah. Um, but it's, again, I'm like, why does it take that to? It doesn't. It doesn't. Only yeah. just guys just look at the face value what the person's presenting. Does the yeah. person know what he's talking about? What have they done? This is all public information. Like yeah. you can go and find out. You don't need a blue tick to tell you that someone's done something amazing or it's important or whatever. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Do you know what I mean? I agree. That's why I always like to find undercover people. Even like with music. Yeah, I used to, I love listening to people who weren't big yet. Okay. That just was like something that had actual talent. Okay. It's going to be the next big person. Yeah, next big big person. person. That's Um, good, man. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, So, okay. So you mentioned the 25 grand. Was that the same? Was that the Cabo Mastermind that you Oh, no, something no, That's else. something different. Okay. So the second okay, second. So I saw this on the gram. Okay. So you, you already spent the 20 grand and then you spent another 25 grand. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Talk me through that. So this, so I'm, I'm big. So just I can put it into context. This is all like personal development stuff. I believe truly invest in yourself first before anything else. So I was out in Miami. So I'm a big fan of Grant Cardone. This is the first time I've kind of physically gone to one of his events. And they were talking about a mastermind program. They're doing a two-day mastermind in Cabo, Mexico. And you know what? I think the first few days I kept getting, I kept seeing it. trying to sell me. I was like, no, I'm not interested. I'm sorry. I'm not interested. Day three. I don't know what it is. This, this, this lady came up to me and was like, oh, just, just she planted a seed. Like, look, once a lifetime opportunity. And I kept thinking about it, Like, I have the money available. I can literally pay the money now and be done with it and go and experience this thing and see what it's about. 
And like, it kept playing in my mind. After it was during lunch, I was doing the lunch break, you said it to me. When I went back in the room, I couldn't unthink what I'd, like I couldn't unhear what I'd, I'd heard. So it was like, for me, it was like, okay, cool. Like, do I want to do this? I was trying to, I was basically, during that session, the next two, three hours, I was just thinking, I was just selling it to myself. Is this worth it? Should I make it? Oh, is it too much money? Like, I'm, and again, this whole, there's this, this thing that I kind of came back with and I, I, I realized a lot of us are broke because we're still in this broke mentality of like, we we always put like this money or this, this, this big emphasis on the money I'm about to spend and not actually look at the opportunity you can get out of that yeah. investment. Would you, I, I think everybody should say yes to this, but would you spend 25 grand to learn to raise a million pounds? The answer is yes. Even, even if it's a hundred, if, if someone, if you can drop a hundred, if you had a hundred grand, you can drop a hundred grand to learn how to raise a million pounds. You, in your right mind, I feel like everybody should be saying yes to this because guess what? Once you learn the skill, you can do it over and over again. Guess what? You can also teach the skill now because now you've learned it, you become an expert at it. You can validate the stuff you're actually teaching. So what is the problem? Yeah. So for me, coming back to myself, I kind of said, like, I've stopped being, stopped being in that mindset of being this broke man. You can't spend this money. It's too much money. It's saying yeah. two days. What can you possibly learn in two days? Yeah. You know, all these things are playing in my head. But I said, you know what? Fuck it. Once in a lifetime, I know this price point is only going to get more and more expensive. Um, as apparently it's going to be a small intimate group of 30 people. And bro, all I can say is best decision I've ever made in my entire life. Yeah. It that okay. that I came back. Everyone, everyone even not being there, everybody when I got back, everyone knew I was a new person. Like I like <laughs> transformed, yeah. Transformed mindset was different. The think in that room, like what made me realize is like a lot of guys are trying to get off this hamster wheel of being nine to five and stuff. But I looked around me in that room and every single one of them were multi-millionaires. Okay. So I was thinking, okay. These are all more time, even there's a billion in the room, the grounds are billion there. The point is they're also wealthy, but they're here on a Saturday and a, and a Sunday think, talking about how we can do more. Yeah. And that, that told you something. Like these guys could all be on a beach and a boat on a yacht somewhere, chilling, retired if they want, but they're here talking about how can we create business together? How can we, what's the opportunity? How do we improve our business? Do you know what I mean? And for me, that, that kind of clicked so, so hard. Like, yo, these guys... I've really, really, you know, in other people's opinion, made it. Like, made it, made, like, clean, clear, gone. But they're here grinding still. Yeah. And it just showed me, like, look, there's so much out there. Abundance, all of that. It, bro, it's the, the, everything that was being discussed in the room was just different. Like, I just can't. Like, I want to be more, I would drop another 25 grand to be in another room like that. Really? Bro, no. Because that, 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 that 25 grand, End of this year, I'll show you. I'll show, I'll show you. I'm putting on, on, I'm putting myself under pressure here, but I will show you a screenshot of when I do a million pounds in revenue. And this is just like outside. It's really? like, yeah, bro, you'll see. Because that, that, I came back and I made, I've made the money, the money back 10 times over already. Like, really? You've yeah, already just, made back? I've already made just it, bro. Just because of that. Okay. Just because of that. Just because of that. And I know I'm, I'm going to see a mill easy by end of this year. For December, wow. December 31st, I'll see a mill. But anyways, when that time comes, you see, I'll just send you a screenshot, bro. Here. Yeah, here's, here's what I was talking about. So the thing is, it's like you're learning because again, these guys have all been there, done that. They, they've seen this. Yeah. I'm saying more 30, 40 million in revenue that they're yeah. doing. So do you know what I mean? So for them, it's like, yeah, we've been there, done that and, and we can help you with that. Like, it's not a problem. So being that network, amazing opportunity, man. And I'm, I'm grateful. Like, literally, I just remember being the time. I'm very like, I'm not one to even like get into like the whole gratitude stuff and being like gratifying and stuff. Yeah. But for me, that moment is like, I was so proud of myself that I took upon myself that like, to reinvest back into my education, yeah. to to put myself in that room um, of these, these literally, I was definitely the brokest person in the room. <laughs> you're most the brokest person in the room. definitely the brokest person. But it make you feel like that, even though you, you know, no, they still no, were no, nobody, like, okay, you're nobody, there, innit? I think people respect our people that are willing to invest in themselves. It doesn't matter yeah. where you are on your journey. And this is something people need to understand as well. You don't need to be a multi-millionaire family to be, to be in a room of multi-millionaires or billionaires. Yeah. The fact that you're wanting to be in a room with those kind of people shows that you're you're trying to go in the same direction as they have. Yeah. Do you mean? So that, that's what they're respecting you for. And even more respect, if you don't even have money, you're still, everything you have left, you're, yeah. you're wanting to put into that. Does that make sense? Versus someone that's already already rich, dropping 25 grand, bro, they, they, can, spend 20, they can spend 20 grand on, on buying, like, Something that means nothing. Yeah. They can drop that. There was a guy, he dropped 1.4 million in that room. He dropped 1 million oh. to Cardone Capital. So Cardone okay. Capital is like a fund, you invest money in there. 
he wrote a check for one million. Then he wrote a check for four hundred grand. To, it's like a, a business leadership project. It's like a combined whole package. Yeah. Um, that was four hundred grand. Wrote a check for that as well. That guy had twenty million in a Morgan Stanley account <laughs> being managed. So again, so this is what I'm saying. So these guys can drop money like yeah, the money don't mean anything to them. Like they, yeah. they know that they know that capital money is to be used. Yeah, holding on to money, having a bank account with, with money in there means nothing. Yeah, it means nothing. So they yeah. they understand that they got to get it working, they got to get their assets, um, get it performing, and even if they want to kind of like be liquid, their form of liquid is putting money into asset and being able to get that money back if they're really like leveraged, like it's a low point of view where point you can kind of get another bank, re-leverage the asset, pull the money out and off you go. You've got the money available in your hands to go and do what it is you want to do next. So man, the man, the mindset there is just the think is different, bro. Like grounds like, look, the reason why I set this up is I want to create partnerships, which create a billion. He's like, literally yeah. state the word. I want to create partnerships that create a billion dollar opportunity. If it's not that, I'm not interested. Sorry. Yeah. I'm not interested. I already have made 100 million. I already have two, three million opportunities around me already. Yeah. The only opportunities I'm accepting, partnerships I'm accepting, are billion dollar opportunities. That is sick. Insane. It sounds, it sounds amazing. Insane, bro. And, bruv, all I can say is being out there, game changer, man. So, what is it about this particular event that made you from spending 25 to spending 10, to, making 10 times that to now? leading up to a million. What was it that you picked up from there? Is bro, there's so many things, man. Targets, like metrics, tracking. I don't it's just I don't want to get too technical because I feel like every time it goes over people's heads. Yeah. Um, but it was just just fundamentals in business. Um just simple it's simple again, it's nothing really clever, like it's simple little things. So like Grant talks about obviously Grant does a lot of ad spend. So Facebook ads, getting your content in front of people. He spends like a million pounds a month. Does he? On on on, wow. on ads. And this is why he's grown such a big audience and has a, he monetizes because he can sell. He's got a sales team to kind of sell the products he has. Um, but he's like, look, we track metrics. We know our stats. So let's say we've got a thousand people come through the, from, come through the funnel. We know a thousand people, we might do a webinar. Maybe only, only, only maybe only 300 of the thousand people will turn up to the webinar. And maybe off of that 300, 30 people purchase from us. So now we know if we want to do, I don't know, um, do 300 purchases, 3,000 purchases, we need to do 10X of that, that same stat to get that that, okay. that result. So that's, that's literally a metric tracking and how they ensure that they hit their targets. Okay. They're seeing what's been proven and now let's let's scale that proven method. Okay, okay. And and that's that's literally, there's a numbers game after that. Yeah. It's, that's literally the code. You track what how things performed and now you scale what performed. Okay. And you now just put monetary values against those things. Did that make profit? based on those numbers. How much they spend to get a thousand versus the people that bought, end up yeah. buying uh, 30, did that make you money? Yeah. And if it did, why does it matter? Even if even if you make 50% back of your money back, as in like you make a profit 50%, you're still winning. Yeah. So you add spending, you keep spending, 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 spending. Wow. And you're going to get 50% on top of what you spent back. That's crazy. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, it's, it's a numbers game at that point. So there's all these little tricks and tri yeah. Um, bro, there's just, bro, there's so many things, man. I, like, I, I love that you got something out of it, and you got a so, lot. There's out so of it. much. I came back, even asked, and again, because it was such an intimate circle, we were able to ask personal questions. Okay. So prior to going to the um, the what do you call it, the cover mastermind, I, I I never offered mentoring. Like I've been, people begged and begged, and like, Alfred, when are you gonna start doing mentoring? We think you should start doing mentoring. We want as a mentor. I've said no so many times. So I asked Grant his personal question. Like, look, back in the UK, I'm known in the property industry as an expert to be doing HMOs, BRR projects, whatever. And people want me to do mentoring. It's like, look, because take me for example, I, I actually hate doing mentoring, like these coaching calls. I feel like a therapist. Um, but he's like, look, everyone has a price. Like I can show you on your phone where you've used an hour inefficiently and made no money. So why are you saying no to an opportunity where someone wants to pay you for your time? Yeah. Just put a price on it. Literally, so to put like my price right now is thirty five grand an hour. And by the way, you can't you can't even buy that was a thirty grand or whatever thirty. Let's call it thirty grand an hour um, to speak to to speak to him on a call. And by the way, you can't buy a one off. You have to buy four hour go and go. So if you have to do hundred k, hundred twenty k investment with him, time for four hours doing one to one. Like anytime you want, whenever you're ready, you schedule those calls in, and he'll he'll be there to advise you for, for that hour. 
that you uh, booked it for. But that's his price currently. That price can go to 50 grand, go to 100 grand, whatever the price, but he's making sure he's charging whatever he thinks his time for that hour is worth. Wow. So he's like, go back and bro, start offering that shit. Okay. <laughs> but just, just, just do it. Just do it, man. Just literally, I, I took that on board. I was like, came back, bro, Instagram blew up. I put a post, guys, thinking about the mentoring. What do you think? Yes or no? Yes, yeah. And this, I, I'll put it out then. People were like literally yeah. flooding. Wow. And th- that alone, do you know what I mean? So that, that, that generated me some revenue as well. So I was like, I made them, I've made, I've made the money, bro. Like the 25 grand was nothing, bro. Like, and again, that came back from just that one thing that he took, I asked him. And there was, just, there was several things I asked as well in that room. Um, I was very vocal and I remember like, I, I'll still be in the broke mind. So I need to get, I need, I need to get my money's worth being in this room. Like, I was like, listen, Mike, I need the mic. Bring the mic over. Let me ask my question, please. Thank you. And bro, it was, it was man, it was, it was, it was amazing, amazing opportunity. Um, I was definitely recon- recognizing the room, being black, British. Yeah. I stood out like a sore thumb. Like, yeah. I was the only black guy in the room. I think, yeah. I was. It's it like that is that's amazing. That's amazing. Do you think um you would work with him or his partners in the future? I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to be. In, I'm. I'm now in that ecosystem. I'm trying to stay in that yeah, ecosystem until I grow it for every reason and then decide I want to go somewhere else. But who knows? If I, if if I feel like there's value I can provide, and I'm like, I'm always seeking that. If I'm in a room, if I even hear your your problems or what you're currently doing in business, and I feel like I can give value to you. Like, I'm not even trying to charge you for it. I'm, I'm just telling you, like, okay, bro, I think you should do this. Think about that. How you feel about this? Like, I'll give value, and like, whatever comes from it, I don't know. If something comes out, it doesn't doesn't really matter. Yeah. But I just I kind of know that being just being a great person, being a nice person, and giving helping people out, that stuff comes back in return. Yeah. So I don't really think like, oh, I need to get something back from from. Do you know I mean, giving someone value, like I just know, like some way, somehow, and bro, like I, my life has been is worked in some insane. I don't even know how. Like there's some days where like I'm trying to raise finance, like I've done everything possible, nothing's working. Then out of the bloom, boom, magically, someone's just popped up DM. Alpha got hundred grand. What can we do? And I'm like, what are you chance? having? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's it's in, it's insane. So like, I just, I just, I just. I just be me, yeah, and just whatever comes back my way comes back, and that's it. But yeah, in terms of doing business with Grant, if I bro, if I can do business with Grant, Grant's brand is so strong, yeah. The name Cardone travels, big, yeah. So yeah. it's like if I can do if I have the opportunity where I can add value, most definitely with the partnership. Yeah. But right now, I don't see that. I don't see that. There's nothing I can provide him. So like the answer yeah. right now is no. Okay, uh, but yeah, I love that. I love that. I love that answer. And I mean, a lot of people are gonna want want to know this from you. What's the best way for them to start in property in 2022? Yeah, everyone keeps asking this question. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm trying to think. I'm going to tell you what I did from my from my perspective. I was in the corporate world, mm-hmm. working nine to five. All I knew was project management, engineering. That's what I knew, and that's like, okay. Everyone around me, that's what they know. So if I'm trying to become a property investor, where do property investors hang? Where where can I find property investor community? And guess what? These were these educational companies, these property networking events. So that became my new playground, my new social events. I would go to. So okay, going clubbing, like we going spending money in clubs. And, and <laughs> no more popping bottles. <laughs> no more popping bottles, man. Like sacrifice. You can argue like, oh, but you need to live life. Like I get that. Live, yeah. Not not saying don't live life, but be sensible. If you're that guy that's saying, oh, I don't want to spend a thousand pounds on a course, but I want to go clubbing and spend a thousand pounds or buy drip. You don't see me. Look, I've got money, but I don't. You don't see me like I'm not. I'm not flashy guy, anyways. But not to say I don't like nice things. I can go and buy nice things, but I just know there's a time for that. And right now, I'm investing everything back to myself, my business, opportunities in front of me. Like, that stuff I can buy tenfolds over at any given time, really yeah. and truly. So, like, just get into that mindset. So, kind of coming back to it is getting into those circles of people who are doing the things that you want to do. Because guess what? There's that rule of, like, whoever you surround yourself is who you become, blah, blah, So, that's what I did. I went and got myself into rooms where people were property investors. They did this on a daily basis. I was, I was if I had to pay for a site day to come see your project, I'll pay you for to come and see your project to be immersed and see in real life what does it look like to develop a property. Do you know what I mean? Or pay to go on a, on a course or pay to be on a on a mastermind, whatever it is. Like I'm trying to get around the people that are doing the things that I want to and have done this 10 times over so I can learn from them. Um, and obviously, like doing that, you'll get exposed to other things like books that you need to read, podcasts you need to tune into, YouTube channels you to watch out for, content you should be absorbing, uh, maybe some other courses that they've seen do really well for them, they can recommend that to you. So that's the first step. 
get yourself into that network and then the rest will kind of some in some way somehow fall in front of you in, in a way because you're in that network and it kind of advise you what, what's the next steps you can take yeah yeah um, and it sounds like you in terms of because a lot of people are like probably oh we need bare money they're, they're thinking buy to let's the standard way yes you know, like, Building up a was it twenty percent deposit? I think these days twenty twenty five yeah twenty twenty five yeah twenty five percent yeah yeah to building. Let me say twenty five percent. Let me then buy a house and then yeah yeah yeah, yeah. keep doing yeah. like that. But it sounds like there's an alternative approach that you can take if you look look for that. One hundred percent, and that all comes from knowledge, like knowing the know how. Like yes, people talk about getting this property and it be the biggest bottleneck being not having enough capital, or it takes too long to save the capital or deposit you need to buy, or it's too expensive in London, so. And the fact is, there is no sources of money. Facts. This is not not in this London, (laughs) in this world, bro. Forget London, bro. This world. Yeah. There's so much abundance of money that it's you can't even imagine. You can't. It's impossible to think about money in in even how much money there is in one room, or like it's 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 how imagination is impossible to think of how much money there is on the planet. There's so much. There's more. Actually, there's more money than there's people than anything there is on the planet. (laughs) That's a fact. Yeah, true. That's a fact. So. The question you got to ask yourself is, how do I attract money? Yeah. How do I get access to capital? That's the question you need to ask yourself. And that's learning, again, one, how to come from a place of value to be able to attract the money that it is you, you want. Because, again, you can't, you can have a network of people with money, but if they don't see you as someone in a place of coming from a place of value, that money ain't coming to you. Yeah. And money is only going to move to place, a place where they feel like it can be utilized, it's an asset, blah, blah, blah. Like, people, I keep making this joke as well, like, oh, um, Alfred, Alfred, I see myself sort of like a stock price and my stock price just keeps going up and up and up. <laughs> so for my investors, like I am their best investment. Yeah. Because literally they're, they're, they're investing into me more than anything. Like assets I buy and all that stuff. That's one thing. But without me, those things don't happen. The plan doesn't happen. Like, I mean, me steering the ship, that, none of that happens without me. So they're actually judging me as an investment. Am I someone they can invest into and get great returns from? And the answer is yes. And that's why they invest with me. So kind of to answer your question around like yeah raising capital is is all about getting knowledgeable about how to attract capital and how to go around position yourself um just to at least come from a place of knowledge so that you can you can go and utilize that capital and, yeah. and keep it safe for them if that yeah. makes sense yeah wow you heard that people great advice <laughs> great advice, no, one oh, thing, great advice. Actually, actually 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 one thing Anyone that's obviously wanting to kind of know more, I do have an ebook on my Instagram. If you go on my bio, there's a link. Um, there's a free ebook, and it's kind of giving some practical stuff as well. How you can, I've actually written exercises that you can go out there and see if you can raise capital. And you've tried. Okay. If you get results, feel free to message me and obviously make sure send my commission. Yeah, yeah. yeah make <laughs> but, sure, make sure you tag like uh, Alfred. So what what have you got planned next? There's a bro. There's a lot going, man. A lot, a lot happening. I've got. I'm trying to blow up my personal brand even more. So I'm trying to grow my audience. Um, I'm trying to buy businesses. Okay. So, so that's, that's businesses? Haulage, so Transport Logistics Company. Okay, wow. Yeah, yeah. So this, this is a big move for me. I want to buy something. So this again, it was like, why are you going out of property? I'm like, I'm not really going out of property. Why well, am I? I'm not. So I'm still doing property in the background. I, I'm just in a fortunate place. Where I've got a team. Literally, as that's what I'm saying. I just focus on capital raising and finding new opportunities. And that doesn't take, take up too much of my time, to be honest. The rest... I'm trying to use that time to try and buy a business. Still work on my personal development. Again, people look at me like, you're Alfred, you're good. Like, why are you still spending money on courses and going to places and being in rooms? But again, I just know like this isn't this isn't it for like this is just the beginning. I've got bigger places, better places to be. So it's still getting those rooms, being humble enough to say I don't know it all, willing to learn. So I'm still like this year has been a massive year of learning. I think this year alone I probably spent, I mean, 25 grand, 14 grand. I'm going to this event, 20 grand. That's next year, but telling I'm spending the money now. So already 60 grand is gone. Okay. On personal development this year. Okay. So it's like... Some people say, what the... Yeah, but it's it's like, just stop yeah. looking at the number. Like, trust me, money comes and goes. Yeah. You just got to understand what is the opportunity cost. Like, literally, like I said, would you spend 25 grand to learn about how to raise a million pounds? Yeah. The answer is yes, you would. Yes, I would. Like, 25 I grand has helped 20. me... 20, the 20, 20, the, 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 my first of investment into property education, that's now enabled me to build a four million pound portfolio. Yeah. It's now enabled me to raise 1.8 million pounds. Yeah. 
for me that that twenty grand is, is yeah price, twenty like, grand is, basically yeah it's like come on man it's if like you didn't then maybe you would have not yeah yeah I've got educational business on the back of that like all these things I'm mentoring all these do you know what I mean these all monetary values I can place on these things yeah so it's like stop looking at the cost this way we're getting it wrong as well in this box mm. you can't expect change and you're not doing something different to create yeah. a different result yeah hundred percent do you know what I mean so it's it's, it's a whole it's a big big mindset shift. And until you can fix that, I'm sorry, you can't go anywhere, man. You can't, you can't even talk about investment property. Like people that can't invest into themselves, how do you want to, why do you want to spend money on buying property? Yeah. Literally a brick. You're, you're <laughs> telling me a brick is more valuable than you. I'm sorry. No, no asset I've acquired is, is it more valuable than myself. I'm the most valuable asset there is in everything I'm doing. Facts. Facts. Hundred. Never Literally. heard anybody saying that. That was facts. <laughs> it's true. You'd rather spend money on the brick than on yourself. That's actually mad when you think about that. That's kind of crazy. 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 Yeah. It's because they. It's for some reason people feel that the property can generate more of a return than you, who is the one. That I'm sorry. I, I, I'm the reason why these properties generate a return. This yeah. is what you need to understand. Your asset. Your asset's asset. Don't get me wrong. But without me, without me knowing how to. One negotiate a deal to buy the property of the person to to get the contractor in there to, to develop the property the way I want to design the way I want it free to get the management in there to make sure it, it cash flows at the end of each month. Tell me how that because you buying a property doesn't automatically start giving you a return. No, it doesn't. It, it doesn't do that. Yeah. So if you want, if you want monthly cash flow, you have to manage it. Yeah. So that's people. So people are the, are the reason why the thing is generating capital. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's, everything is just, just all on people. So you are your biggest asset. Nothing else. The rest is they're they're just bonuses. That's love that. See it. Love that. Yeah. Love that. Um, where where can people find you? Oh man, I'm on. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be everywhere. Yeah. I'm, my main, my strongest audience is Instagram. That's where I kind of share my day to day stuff. What I'm up to when I'm on the roads or whatever, office doing deals, viewings, whatever. Um, but I'm everywhere. TikTok, LinkedIn, YouTube, YouTube for the long form content. If you're interested in vlogs, property tours, by projects interviews with friends that are kind of doing similar things or in other businesses as well just yeah so all, all social medias my name alfred jade which i'm sure will be in the notes somewhere uh, yeah it will be so yeah, yeah. you guys we'll can follow that, me we'll on there. in the description yeah um do you have any final words for the listeners i think just comment man back to what stops people from kind of not doing things that like truly 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 commit to what it is you wanted to set out to achieve in life and you honestly if you can do that you say yourself apart um honestly and that that's that's it really uh, obviously that kind of you committing obviously that, that hopes i hope that leads to you executing on what it is you're trying to do and that's what you might just commit because i think the trigger is committing first and then you figure the rest out so which that will lead you to executing the things that you want to achieve love yeah. that man it's been it's actually been great it's been really good speaking to you man i think oh, thank you man um, what I love about the podcast is I feel like I get to speak to like-minded people and also learn from them. And I've definitely learned a lot from you. I think one of the biggest misconceptions people have definitely is spending money on themselves. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure that when you spend that 25 grand on Cabo, a lot of people are like, what's what are you doing, mate? Should I give you that money? How can I flip that? All that conversation. Around All that yeah, sort of stuff. Yeah. And you've kind of validated that actually it's okay to... Very okay. to spend on your your education and yourself and actually you got something out of it right it's not, not it's not always okay you can't spend that on a car and you know and, and the funny thing is people spend money on a car and and it just a depreciation asset time. like and yeah okay you get fun out of it but you don't make money fun is money. overrated you don't make the money back fun is know? overrated guys i'll be so real fun is overrated let's do impactful things in life let's let's imp- like for me, like, for example, the things I do, I'm trying to put myself in a position where my parents are getting old. Like, yeah. I want to be able to say, mom, dad, take a chill. Yeah. What do you want to do? I'm trying to do that too. <laughs> for me, like, I'm, going to build a, I'm trying to build a house in Ghana for them. Like, I'm trying to do all these things. Like, so for me, it's like, everything I'm doing is there's kind of, a, I guess, a bigger picture to it. And I'm not just not just all me, 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 me. No, I know me kind of putting programs out there. So I'm impacting people. I'm helping people to get in the ladder, learn to raise finance, get wealthy. Like, that's a big thing. Like, we don't, our people like us, we haven't seen wealth. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Not like that, yeah. Not like that. So it's like, being in a position where you're in the know, like, I want to spread that shit. Like, that's why I just document I'm like, you're like, oh, why do you share so much and you're sharing too much? I'm like, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to make it so obvious and so clear, like, this shit is possible. I'm nobody. I'm just someone that's just driven and, and like, I just want to get things done. And I'm going to do whatever it takes to get, make it happen because yeah. there's, there's bigger things out here. Do you know what I mean? So it's, 
it's like, I'm just trying to inspire and get people kind of on the same wavelength and just, just want more out of life. It's just to seek for more out of life. Yeah, and I'm sure that you're definitely going to have inspired people in this Bro, I hope episode. so, man. I hope yeah, so. I hope so. Been, it's been fantastic. I'm having you here. Thank you so much for taking the time. All right, bro. Hope you enjoy right. the rest of your evening. Bro, it's a long yeah, one tonight, but yeah. Well, yeah. Appreciate you having me on here, man, also, honestly. No, definitely, definitely very welcome. Listeners, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Take Off Podcast. And yeah, we'll see you next week. Cool. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com.